Hi, I'm Ryan Rock, your SBA 7A and 504 Loan Specialist, Small Business Owners Advocate, and your host for this podcast, SBA Loans and What You Need to Know. In this podcast, I will simplify the SBA loan program and make it easier for current and future small business owners to gain access to capital you need to acquire, strengthen, and grow your small business. Let's get started. Hi, and thank you again for tuning into this podcast. I love the SBA loan program. I feel blessed and honored to be a small part of it and to be able to help so many current and future small business owners across the country gain access to capital. In this podcast, I will be discussing how to prepare for an SBA 7A or 504 loan. SBA loans are not all the same. There are several different businesses, there are several different business owners and ownership structures. The loans can be used for different purposes, such as real estate purchases, business acquisitions, business debt refinance, partnership buyouts, and working capital. Though all of these transactions may require various borrower information and forms, there are certain forms that will be needed for every SBA loan from all guarantors. If you can have these forms ready at the beginning of the loan request, you will be better prepared to help expedite the loan process. You can think of these items as an initial needs list or items needed for initial review. I'm going to provide you with the list of these items, then I'll go over them in a little more detail. Keep in mind this initial needs list may vary slightly from lender to lender, but this should give you a pretty good idea of what to expect. The initial needs list is as follows. A personal financial statement or SBA form 413. A borrower information form or SBA Form 1919 for SBA 7A loans. Three years of personal tax returns from all guarantors. Three years full business tax returns from all guarantors. Three years full affiliate business tax returns from any affiliate businesses or simply any other businesses owned from all guarantors. Interim financial statements for all businesses owned or being acquired by any guarantors. A business debt schedule listing all business debt and monthly payments. A business balance sheet for each business that should reflect all debts listed on the debt schedule. A resume from all guarantors. If you are applying for an SBA loan in 2021, you most likely will need to fill out a COVID-19 questionnaire form. Now that you have the list, I'll go over a few important details regarding each item. The first form you'll need is the SBA Form 413 or the Personal Financial Statement. You can ask your lender for this form, or this form can be downloaded from the SBA website at sba.gov. Once you are on the website, you will see a menu option on the upper right-hand side. Hit the menu button and simply type in 413 in the search window. A fillable SBA 413 personal financial statement form will be displayed for you to download. Keep in mind, this form has an expiration date at the top right-hand corner, and so you may need to update this form once a year if you are keeping it for your own uh, personal information. The SBA 413 personal financial statement 
is pretty self-explanatory. However, there may be areas in which the business owners are unfamiliar with simply because you are not required to fill out this information too often. This is not uncommon for individuals to have questions about this form. In this case, you should simply ask the lender or an individual that may be assisting you with the application process. Another form you may need to fill out if you're applying for an SBA 7A loan is a borrower information form or SBA form 1919. Similar to the 413 form, you can type the borrower information form or 1919 in the search window on the SBA website to download this form, or you can simply ask your SBA lender for one. This form is important as it will ask you a few important questions regarding your financial history, your legal status, and SBA loan history. This form may help determine whether the borrower meets basic SBA loan requirements up front. You will also need three years of your personal tax returns. This will be the complete full copy of three years of the most recent tax returns in which you have filed. For example, if we are in the month of January 2021, you may not have filed your 2020 tax returns yet. In this case, you would turn in 2017, 2018, and 2019 tax returns and simply let the lender know you have not filed your 2020 returns yet. If you have an extension, your extension will be required and you should send that in. Please send full copies of the tax returns as full copies of the tax returns is an SBA requirement. You must also send in three years full tax returns of any businesses owned, partially owned, are being acquired by all guarantors. If the guarantors do not receive tax returns for the subject business, you should send in the K-1s that reflect the income earned by the subject business for the last three years. You will also need interim profit and loss statements for all businesses. Once again, this will be all businesses owned, partially owned, or being acquired by all guarantors. If you have not yet filed tax returns for the most recent year, you should definitely turn in a profit and loss statement for that year, along with the most recent profit and loss statements available. Keep in mind the SBA SOP will require all documents, including the profit and loss statement, be dated within 90 days of closing. You will need a business debt schedule for each business listing all business debts and monthly payments. The business debt schedule should list all current business debts, including debts that will be paid off with the subject loan or will not remain after the transaction for one reason or another. For example, there may be a debt that is being paid off with the loan proceeds. There may be a debt the seller of the business has agreed to pay off prior to closing. If you are not sure if the loan should be listed on the debt schedule, you should simply ask your lender. If debts are being paid off with the subject loan, it is a good idea to indicate on the debt schedule which debts will be getting paid off and which debts will remain. A balance sheet for each business will also be required. Make sure the balance sheet and the business debt schedule are reflecting the same debts of each subject business. The business balance sheet and the business debt schedule should reflect the same date and they should reflect the same debt for each subject business. 
If the debts on the balance sheet do not match the debts on the business debt schedule, the lender may require an explanation and one of them may need to be redone to reflect the matching debts. A resume will also be required. If you already have a resume for yourself, usually that should suffice. It should list your work experience at minimum for the last 10 years. You should be sure to list the specific work experience or transferable skills that pertain to the subject business in which you are applying for an SBA loan. A resume of the management is required, so please note if you will not be on site or involved in the day-to-day operations, the lender may require you to obtain a resume from the actual manager of the business, even if they are not involved with the loan. It is always a good idea to ask the lender. If you are acquiring a new business or the business will be changing management, you may be required to provide two to three years of projections for the subject business. The first year should reflect month-to-month projections and the second can be annualized in most cases. If you are listening to this podcast in 2021, most SBA lenders will have a COVID-19 questionnaire they will require you to fill out. Be prepared to answer questions such as, how has COVID-19 affected your business? What percentage have your sales been affected by COVID-19? What COVID-19 adjustments have you made for your business? Can your business operate remotely? Some lenders may ask for projections for your business for the next two years, accounting for the effects of COVID-19. This initial needs list may vary slightly from lender to lender. However, in my experiences, having these items should not only help serve as a good foundation for an initial review for an SBA 7A or 504 loan, but it should also help expedite the loan process. Thank you for listening to this podcast, SBA Loans and What You Need to Know. I'm your host and SBA 7A and 504 Loan Specialist, Brian Rock.